Lockdown in the middle of a shutdown today, Thursday, October 3rd. This is The World. I'm Marco Werman. The U.S. Capitol in lockdown following reports of gunfire outside the building, all while the federal shutdown continues for a third day. Also on the program, oil-rich Venezuela is in danger of going broke. The cost of everything goes up daily, from toilet paper to used pickup trucks. It always happens. It's the only country that you can buy something and you can use it, and the next day it costs more. And later, why African migrants make the dangerous ocean journey to Italian shores. I mean, the answer is simple. They're desperate. Plus, evading the digital spies. Nothing has changed since the days of Watergate. If you want to pass secret information, you better find a parking garage somewhere where you can hand it off. Support for PRI's The World comes from Medtronic Philanthropy, developers of the Save a Life Simulator, an interactive online experience designed to teach the public life-saving responses to sudden cardiac arrest. Each day, thousands die from cardiac arrest. Learn how to respond at heartrescuenow.com. I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. As if Washington needed any more tension, the U.S. Capitol went briefly into lockdown this afternoon after a shooting incident outside the building. Police say the shots were fired during a car chase that ended with a crash near the Capitol. Officials say it was an isolated incident that was not terrorism-related. The other big story in Washington today is, of course, the ongoing shutdown of the federal government. It's in its third day now and threatening to impact a wide array of government agencies. The world's Matthew Bell is with me to explain how the shutdown could affect those agencies handling national security, starting with the military. Well, Marco, the Pentagon has about 1.4 million uniformed military personnel. They will stay on the job. But the Defense Department also employs about 800,000 civilian employees, and about half of them are now on furlough. That is something that Barack Obama brought up when he put out a pre-recorded message a couple of days ago as the shutdown got started, and he addressed that issue directly. I know the days ahead could mean more uncertainty, including possible furloughs. And I know this comes on top of the furloughs that many of you already endured this summer. You and your families deserve better than the dysfunction we're seeing in Congress. Your talents and dedication help keep our military the best in the world. That's why I'll keep working to get Congress to reopen our government and get you back to work as soon as possible. So a message of of reassurance there, Marco. But you can also hear the politics in it. This is a big political standoff as well. So what about U.S. intelligence and counterterrorism operations? I mean, recent comments from uh, the National Intelligence Director on Capitol Hill were pretty darn blunt. Yes, you're talking about the National Intelligence Director, James Clapper. That was yesterday he was speaking at the Senate Judiciary Committee. He came out and called the government shutdown a dreamland for foreign intelligence agencies. Uh, Here's a little bit of what he had to say. This seriously damages uh, our ability to protect the safety and security of this nation and its citizens. This is not just a beltway issue. This affects our global capability to support the military, to support uh, diplomacy, and to support our policymakers. And the the danger here, of course, that this will uh, accumulate over time. The damage will be insidious. So each day that goes by, the the jeopardy uh, increases. Another thing he said, Marco, to the senators there was that 70% of all of the civilian employees that work for U.S. intelligence agencies are also now on furlough. 
So uh, Clapper obviously has political reasons to be saying this, but beyond the politics, Matthew, I mean, practically speaking, is he saying that the longer the shutdown goes on, the more likely we are to be a cyber attack, for example? I think that's precisely the point. I talked to one former Treasury Department official who worked on stopping uh, financing related to terrorist groups and and rogue regimes. And, And he said that's exactly the problem. When you have lots of empty chairs in places like the Treasury Department that that does this kind of counterterrorism work. And if it goes on for weeks, uh, maybe even a month, um, that could be a real missed opportunity. This is work that's not getting done. He explained that uh, chasing financing related to the Iranian government, for example, is like playing whack-a-mole. If you've got people not stopping those, those different routes for financing to be channeled through, then the money's going to keep flowing. The world's Matthew Bell. Thanks for unpacking this for us. Thank you, Marco. On day three of the shutdown, it's still...